Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is WTIC Pet Talk. Today, Dr. Andrea Dennis from the Bloomfield Animal Hospital takes your pet health questions. Whether you have a dog, cat, or hamster, this is a show for you and your best friend. Call in now at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. And now, Pet Talk. Good afternoon. It is my pleasure to be here in the studio. It truly looks like winter out there, so I don't think there's any doubting uh, what months we're in right now. But it is, it's, the sun is shining here in the studio. I'm here in Farmington. And it is always a pleasure to have the opportunity to be on the air for about an hour and get to talk with you about your pets. I'm Dr. Andrea Dennis, and I am from the Bloomfield Animal Hospital. And as you know, for years, we have been trying to help folks with um, kind of getting their head around and understanding certain medical conditions in particular, because we consider this the veterinary edition of Pet Talk. And But we can talk about anything having to do with your pets. I I do welcome your questions, and I'm going to encourage you to call in today because uh, I'd like to ha- answer as many as possible today. And that number is 860-522-9842. We would love to talk with you about your pets, some of your concerns, or just kind of just reinforcing that you're doing the right thing and you're doing what's best for them because you are your pet's best advocates. And they're not only do you love them, but you're, you have to take care of their health as well, because that's why we want many, many years to share together. So that's my, um, that's what we're here for. And we've had a couple of guests coming on that have been on the previous shows, so we didn't have as much opportunity to answer calls. So with the weather not being ideal, maybe some of you at home, and this would be a great opportunity uh, to call into our phone line, and Kevin, our producer, will get you in the queue, and we'll try to answer as many as we possibly can. But we will start, as people are calling in, Uh, With the fact that this, uh, recognizing that this month we are celebrating National Pet Dental Health. Um, This is the way of us kind of demonstrating 
that there is more to the health of our pets than just what we kind of like a, an organ in particular, like a liver disease or a broken leg. You know, the mouth is extremely important. And this month, this kind of national awareness, we're trying to make sure that people understand the maintenance, uh, the importance of maintaining your pet's dental hygiene. Uh, I kind of take blame as a veterinarian that I, over the years, have not always spent as much time educating and talking to people when they come in with their pets because, again, you're, you have a limited amount of time. But the importance of why we have to take care of our pet's teeth uh, what this whole National Awareness Month is actually sponsored by the AVMA, which is our American Veterinary Medical Association. We've been doing it for years. I happen to be the the delegate or the representative from the state of Connecticut to our national organization. And we realized, uh, you know, years ago that shame on us for not doing more because we are your pet's dentists as well as their, their doctors as well. So it, this is such a... An important aspect and things that you can really make a difference. And it's not a joke. You know, I think a lot of times I'll hear a giggle um, when we talk about brushing your pet's teeth or the, you know, you say, oh, my gosh, my dog or my cat's breath is so bad. And then there's a giggle afterwards. But besides for that, you know, there's a real medical risk of our pets suffering with mouth pain, loss of teeth. I actually had someone come in with a Maltese, a brand new puppy, and they wanted to talk about brushing their dog's teeth. They came in asking me questions because I they talked about the fact that their Maltese that they had lost a year ago, as that dog got older, you know they were they had to um, have several teeth extracted, and they were, wanted to do their best this time with this puppy to try to make sure that the, this puppy, as it go, becomes an adult and an older adult, has his teeth. So that was one that was already on their radar. So besides for that, the local problems, there are a lot of medical ramifications from what we call periodontal disease. The negative effects, we know they occur on the heart. We've seen issues with the heart valves because of periodontal disease, the kidneys, and liver. Um, I feel that many of my older cats, I can almost always link, and I'm not talking old or elderly, but older, like six, seven, eight, and those I would consider are the, the, those patients that have come down with kidney failure, or um, I can almost always link the fact that there was their mouths were not in good shape. They had a lot of infection around their teeth that was not addressed. So I I have seen it, and this is some of my 100% kind of personal belief, but I do feel that I've seen that link many times between the mouth, the infection in the mouth, and as well as um, leading to kidney failure. Now, you know, again, because of this, we now know from recent studies that one, periodontal disease is the most common health problems that we have to deal with in my small animal patients, and that by the age of two, we're already, uh, two years of age for our pets, our dogs and cats, almost 90% of them are affected somehow, some way with periodontal disease. And those of you that do have small and toy breed dogs, they are particularly susceptible, and the incidences only increase with age. 
So despite the prevalence and periodontal diseases are often underdiagnosed, and that's partially due, like I said, lack of education and shame on us for not doing more and doing a better job, but, but mostly from the lack of those outward clinical signs. We cannot blame you, the owners, for not picking up on certain diseases having to do with the teeth because, again, the mouth is hidden. It's covered by the lips. Many of us don't open our, our pet's mouths. And for these reasons, therapy typically comes very late in the course of the disease. So this lack of diagnosis you know, and lack of prompt therapy tends to lead to that progression. So what can you do? Prevention, how can you prevent this from happening? And you have to listen because it's simple, but it is 100% true. And that is the key and the gold standard is actually teeth brushing. And often the question following that is, well, how often do I have to do it? Every day is the answer. I will kind of compromise with folks to aim for every day, but at least do it every other day or three times a week. There are some wonderful videos um, on YouTube that kind of show you how to brush your dog and your cat's teeth. Not everyone um, is going to accept a toothbrush. They make them bigger, they make them smaller. So I tell people to kind of try different things. But the first thing that you want to do is to accept them with your finger. You want them to accept the finger in the mouth either by using a toothpaste that's specifically made for dogs and cats. You don't want to use human toothpaste. Do not use human toothpaste because, they'll, again, they're going to swallow this, and it can really cause an upset stomach. So there is, and, it, and one tube's going to last you a long time. But get dental um, tools and dental paste that is just made for our, our pets. Some of them that, and I will even tell people, go ahead and use a Q-tip. Eventually, after they accept the the toothpaste that you're putting on your finger, go ahead and use a little Q-tip because the Q-tip is small and they should accept that. It won't make a lot of noise. And I also tell my clients to concentrate on the teeth on top. Don't worry about the bottoms. Don't worry about getting all upset that you can't get every single tooth. Let's start easy. Those big canine teeth that come down the side, that's a good one to go for. And also spend just a short period of time. Let's start with five seconds working in the mouth. And then the net following week, every day, go up to 10 seconds. But do not spend a long time that first time. And if you can start them at a young age, and even older, I promise you most of our dogs and cats will accept having their teeth brushed. Now, some animals, especially those that already have tender gums, they're not going to tolerate the brushing. They're not going to tolerate having anything that has got, um, you know, kind of, it can hurt a little bit. And I think people that have gingivitis, humans that have gingivitis can relate to this, how it can be uncomfortable with a brush, and that's why they recommend using a soft brush. But there is something called these uh, finger wipes or pads that you can just buy them for pets and they you put them around their finger and these products will actually wipe off the plaque deposits that do accumulate on the surface of the tooth and though they lack the ability to kind of remove food particles out of the gum sockets they are still excellent in getting that plaque off of the the, the teeth themselves and most people they one they like the fact that their pets some of their pets will accept them better than a brush they accept these wipes and two you throw it out 
You don't have to worry, what am I going to do with that dirty toothbrush? <laughs> so, you know, those are some of the advantages. I also have, yes, I will recommend people start with toothpaste because it can be very, it tastes pretty good and it can be accepting and it doesn't kind of fall off because it sticks to the brush or sticks to your finger or even sticks to the pads. But there's a, a, a product that we have, it's called a chlorhexidine rinse and it's something that we prescribe our, our patients get it from our office because that really does and even not only are you brushing with a product that is going to help to remove the plaque, the chlorhexidine helps control some of that bacteria because when you have a bad smelling mouth, it's not the plaque per se that's smelling, it's the bacteria around that. And so the I love this chlorhexidine and we've been, you know, again, because I'm really very conscientious that of the fact that we have to talk about this and this being a month awareness, a lot of people have um, accepted why it's important. And we've got um, the product that we have right now um, is like a spearmint flavor and they, the pets tolerate it quite well. And there's other products as well. So we're going to, um, I think we'll take a quick break and then I'll come back with some of the other products. As I know some of you are saying, well, I brush their teeth. I give them one of those chews three times a week. So I'm brushing their teeth. And that's kind of sort of the truth. But let's get down to the to the um, to what's really going on when you're using those chews. So listen, we're going to come more back with more Pet Talk on WTIC News Talk 1080. Oh my goodness, any fairly odd parent fans out there? That is their teeth about, that's our song about shiny teeth. And I think it was a way of trying to get uh, kids interested in brushing their teeth and why it's important. But we're going to try to talk to you about why it's important to brush your pet's teeth. I'm Dr. Andrea Dennis, and I'm coming to you from the Bloomfield Animal Hospital. I alternate on Saturdays with Lori Fass, our um, dog and cat trainer. I think um, next week I will have uh, a guest that she's a doctor and behavior, behavioral medicine. And we are going to kind of, there's training and then there's behavior issues. And I think because of COVID uh, and a lot of people adopted dogs, they're used to their dogs being, they were used to their owners being home all the time. And some people have had to go transition back to week to work in the office at least maybe three times a week, if not more. So we're seeing a lot more behavioral issues in our veterinary world than ever before. So we will have an expert here talking about some of those things. Uh, you know, we've uh, addressed some of the behavior slash medical issues that happen together. And um, sometimes our pets actually need prescription medication to help them get over the hump. And that's why it's very important that you... Um, when you're working with the behaviorist, you're also working with your veterinarian at the same time because we can really help. So if some of you are struggling out there with some of your uh, pet's behavior and um, need something that's kind of, you know, you're probably going to need the next step beyond training, uh, listen next week and we'll talk a little bit more about that. But today we're concentrating 
first of all, on your calls, and right now I haven't had any phone calls come in today so far, but the, so the, the phone lines are open. You can chat with me at 860-522-9842. We're happy to talk about absolutely anything and answer any questions. But because this is our month of um, dental health awareness for our pets, we're talking about how we can keep their mouths comfortable, keep their mouths healthy, and we're right now concentrating on prevention. So brushing teeth, as we talked about earlier, is the gold standard. But a lot of you are buying these preventatives of uh, chew products. And they, there's nothing more convenient than using these chew products. And if they kind of have a, a great, they can be quite helpful. But in doing anything in your mouth's pet, I am really very content with or happy with. It. But just doing anything. So year after year, if we're not brushing our teeth, if you have to start somewhere, even though it's not the gold standard, some of these chews are really, really excellent. Um, and if you're going to do it, I would do it on a daily basis. That's ideal. I know it can get expensive or it can start to add up. But yeah, let's let's do these chews in place of d- brushing if you can't. And the dun- couple of things to keep in mind. These dental chews must be pro- the proper size for the dog that we're, that whatever is a 20-pound dog or an 80-pound dog. And you have to make sure that that is not, you're not, you, you do it for the proper size. I don't want to give a very, like a, a 80-pound dog a chew that's designed for a 30-pound because one, they're going to almost swallow it whole and they're not going to get the benefit of chewing. And you want to have them chew for several minutes to really get the benefit that we need to happen. So look at the size. That's very important. And I, a couple of them that I want you to stay away from. I, I'm not a fan of cow hooves and bones. They're not appropriate dental chews, and they're actually a little bit too hard, and they can readily break the teeth. And I'm also not a personal fan of pig ears um, because I know dogs love chewing on them, but I've seen some bacterial contamination with them as well, and that's just not the ideal. Uh, So look at these other CET dental chews, and um, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. But as promised, I'm going to um, thought we had a phone call, but then did I miss it? Oh, yep, somebody hung up. Well, then that's not good. Then we will, I don't think it was on my end. I think I did just okay. Okay, no problem. So um, if they disconnected, then just please feel free to call. I think they were talking about maybe some ba- their ears were having a yeast infection. That's what it sounded like, right? Okay. All right. Then we'll deal with that. I can answer that lady, but but we've only got a couple minutes left till we have to go to news. So now, so for dogs, let's get back to the chews then. For the dogs, they generally are soft. They chew them up and then they tend, and then they will swallow them. They're made to be swallowed. For cats in particular, they're usually more crunchy. And the, you've probably, many of you have heard something called greenies. Uh, these are one of the more common ones that are used for dogs, and the ones for cats are almost like really, really hard, drier food. The other thing I want you to, when you're looking at packaging and you're looking at what should you buy off, you know, from the shelf or 
a recommendation from your veterinarian. There's something called a Veterinary Oral Health Council. And this group actually evaluates dental products that are made for pets, and they want to make sure that the packaging does what it says it's going to do. Is it actually going to reduce the plaque and some of that tartar? And if a product passes its uh, evaluation protocol, it's awarded this V as in Victor, O-H-C, Veterinary Oral Health Council, those four letters, there's a seal of approval. And if you see that, I would really feel very comfortable having you purchase them meaning that it has gone through a process of judgment. It's not the FDA. It's just another type of um, counsel, but they really know what they're looking at. So VOHC products are the ideal thing that you want. The last thing, and it has worked for some people, especially people that have cats, is there's special foods. There's diabetic. Um, I'm not diabetics. I meant um, there's a diet that is made and developed in the way the, the crunchy food is shaped and it can really help remove the tartar. I would talk to your veterinarians about that. One of the most common one is something called TD. And I had, saw a cat the other day that has beautiful teeth and the owner makes about one quarter of the diet because she cannot brush this, her cat's teeth. But she just makes sure that one quarter of the calories that her cat gets for the day has some of this special TD diet mixed in, and it's really been, the teeth are pristine. So these are some of the things that I want you to kind of keep in mind, talk to your veterinarian in the next visit of what you can do to prevent the mouth from becoming badly infected. I have to take a hard break for news, and then we'll come back with more Pet Talk on WTIC News Talk 1080. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back. You are listening to the Veterinary Edition of Pet Talk. I'm Dr. Andrea Dennis from the Bloomfield Animal Hospital. And if you did not have the um, 
capable means of calling in or talking um, to us on the air today, you can always give me um, a a question through our website, which is Bloomfield Animal Hospital CT. Dot com, um, And our website, just just hit this section that says contact us and you can send an email. Um, my, I have a wonderful staff and they will make sure any questions get to me and we can uh, call you. Sometimes I call people back. Um, I felt like, you know, because I'm not a great typist. So for me to actually type a response takes twice as long as me calling someone and just giving them a little bit of my opinion on things. But again, there is nothing that um, I'm trying to do here to replace a veterinarian that you go and see in person. Establishing that that relationship between a patient, client, and doctor is super important. Our, our patients can't talk to us. You can be as observant as possible, and you can give us some, um, you can describe some of the symptoms that are happening as their caretaker, but we as veterinarians have to touch our patients. And that's why the questions that people ask on the air, I just try to give you some general thoughts, maybe some things that you can do at home, but I do not diagnose here on over the phone. I just try to help guide. And most cases are something that you do have to have your uh, veterinarian seen. But again, this talk show is also something where you have seen your veterinarian and you just, you trust them. But sometimes you say, "Is am I doing everything I possibly can? Or I forgot to ask that last question before I left because we all get busy during the exam. So again, that's what we're here for. And we were talking about Dental Health Awareness Month for the mouth of our pets. And, you know, a lot of you are coming in with puppies and kittens. And it's that's the time we want to start working on their mouths, getting them to accept your fingers in their mouth. That's super important. So they're, they're born with no teeth, but then they start getting baby teeth, just like we do as humans, these little tiny deciduous teeth. I know everyone talks about how sharp they are, and they know their, their puppy or kitten that they've just bought or adopted has these sharp teeth. But then they're going to lose those baby teeth, and that's what we really consider the teething period. Those baby teeth, for most uh, dogs and cats, they start to lose them around three and a half, four months old. Sometimes people don't even know it's happening because they swallow the baby teeth because they're so tiny. And then about it can go up to about six months because around five and a half months of age, those big canine teeth come down and they they kind of the adult ones kind of rupture through. And that's when people say, oh, yeah, I did find a little baby tooth around. That's because that big adult tooth, you know, just kind of pushes them out the way. So one thing you can do to help your your kittens and and your puppies in particular, because sometimes some of them have a little sensitive mouth. And I really want you to kind of get you buy safe teething toys. I don't want you to buy anything that is a squeaker because I've seen too many dogs swallow the squeaker with these soft toys and then the squeakers inside. I am a fan of the the Kong series. Um, they have different types. I, I know there's like a puppy pacifier that you can kind of Put it in the freezer and it can get nice and cold and that's very soothing when they chew on it. There's some of them that have these little um, Kongs too that you kind of put treats inside so they work on it. But always put it in the in the refrigerator or the freezer because it can be soothing at the same time. Just let them kind of chew on that rather than chew on your hand because that really, it, it, that teething period between four and six months can be pretty intense. So just some thoughts about when they're young and things that you can do for that. 
I um, our call, one of the callers that we had so far um, got disconnected, but uh, Kevin got the gist of what he wanted to talk about, and it, I understand that his bulldog has a yeast infection. And when I hear that, even though I don't have any of the details because he has not called back, I'm assuming it's something called malassezia if it, it was diagnosed as a yeast infection, and he wants to try to treat it naturally. And it all depends on how severe of a case uh, malassezia is. We have talked about allergies here on the air and how dogs and cats that get secondary infections from their allergies will often get ear infections that have yeast in it. Yeast can be the primary organism, and malassezia is the name of it. But a lot of the ear medicines do need to have medication. They're, they, they, it really isn't something you can treat naturally. If it's a if this is a yeast infection on the skin and down in the toes and the paws, there's some wonderful medicated shampoos that can be quite helpful. And I'm not talking about an oatmeal shampoo. You want to have something that has some myconazole or chlorhexidine, and you shampoo the body leave it on for 10 to 20 minutes, that can be helpful, and then rinse. You want to leave it on so it makes some contact. Now, I've seen some yeast infections in the skin where it's almost taking over the whole body, and then we need to go with with oral medication that's going to, it's more like a fungal type of medication, antifungal medication. But the most common place that I do see yeast is in the ear infections. And I can tell that it's yeast. I can diagnose it in the office. Many times um, when the when cats and dogs are scratching at their ears, particularly when if it's one ear, and you look inside and you can see all this dark blackish discharge, your veterinarian is going to take a little sample of that and just spread it on a slide. And you have to probably wait about 10 minutes for the for the results to come back, but then we actually look under the microscope and we can determine whether it's mainly a yeast infection or whether there's sometimes with these ear infections, there's yeast and bacteria. And I'll kind of regress a little bit. And the same thing with the, if it's a skin infection, sometimes it's not just yeast, you also have bacteria. So I have not found a real reliable means of treating naturally, and I'm doing that with air quotes, these type of infections because they can be so serious and they can be life-threatening if they're not taken care of, especially depending on how much of the skin is involved. As you know, the skin is the largest organ that we have. Same thing with our pets. But the medications tend to be very, very effective. And I think with the, even though I'm talking about topical shampoos, there's some still medication in there. Um, it's it, They can be so helpful, and I'm imagining that whatever's going on, there's itching and discomfort. I've had dogs kind of lose their hearing if the infection is mainly down in the ears, and I've just seen intense problems that can happen. So um, hopefully that helps a little bit. And I know some of you are dealing with ear infections right now and skin infections in your pets now that you're treating very, very effectively. Um, so what I'm going to do is take um, a quick break. I know we have another phone call coming in, and then we'll we'll finish up with more pet talk. Let me elucidate here. Everybody wants to be a cat because a cat's the only cat 
knows where it's at. Tell me everybody's picking up on that feline beat. Cause everything else is obsolete. If you can't tell, you're listening to a veterinary show. I'm Dr. Andrea Dennis from the Bloomfield Animal Hospital with a little music from one of my favorite movies. Um, And I want to thank Justin Levine for doing a great job with the music today. I appreciate it week after week. And um, we were talking about a lot about um, dental disease primarily because this is a national recognition month of how we can keep our pets health and and in particular with their mouths. And, you know, we've been talking about prevention, but, you know, we also recommend that you um, kind of take into, um, listen to what your veterinarian is recommending. And I think, Diane, how are you? I think you're going to give us an update. Uh, Yeah, I called, I'm going to say maybe back August, September, Mm -hmm. uh, the border collie that I adopted, and I noticed that he had started missing some of uh, his enamel. Right. Um, so I made an appointment. It wasn't until December. Right. And uh, it was Dr. Barrett in Salem. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, he said, yep, he must have been chewing on some bars or something. I mean, he, I got her or him from a woman that had 10 dogs because she also did some uh, rescue. Right. So I'm guessing that maybe he was chewing on the cage because I said, I don't. You know, I don't uh, have him in, a, right. in any type of kennel. Right. So, and he's a uh-huh. nervous dog, so I could see where that happened. Yeah. But he said that there was nothing to be done. Just keep doing what we're doing because his teeth were, you know, look good otherwise. Because okay. I, ha- I have been brushing. Um, good. So that was it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and we do have a couple of veterinary specialists um, that just specialize in dentistry, and I and I think um, that's what we were talking about. Right. And he, right. And he is excellent. And, yes. you know, and I think, you know, that's what the main thing um, of seeing that specialist was just to make sure that. Yeah, the, for the, peace of mind. Yeah, and that the enamel hasn't been worn away too deep, that it was getting down to the dentin and getting down to where the blood vessels are on the teeth. So, yeah. So what can I ask you what you are doing for um, like a, a preventative maintenance of toothbrushing at home? Do you use toothpaste or brush? Uh, yeah, I brush. I use the brush and uh, toothpaste. Yeah. yeah. And he's very tolerant of it. And I started doing, I have a female border collie who is not, so I do her when she allows it, which isn't that often. But she, I mean, she will chew her food, which I think helps. She gets soft and dry, and then I give her some, I do the the greedy and a biscuit and that, so she'll chew it. Where the 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 other border collie, he just swallows everything. I think because he was with other dogs, he had to eat fast, right? And he doesn't know to chew, and I think that's and maybe he's predisposed to it because I have from his veterinary records at 18 months the vet noticed that he had tartar on his teeth. Yeah. So I think it's. It's probably somewhat genetic, too. Right. And, I've and, never and, had a dog at 18 months with tartar. No, but again, even though some of the newer studies, by 18 months is early, but as I had said earlier in the show, that it, about 90% of dogs and cats will start to get something at two years of, of age. Um, but, I, but you're right about the genetic point of view, um, and I did not bring that up other than talking about small dogs, but sometimes you get these dogs and you're doing everything, but it, you know, in an early age, they get 
get this periodontal, this gingivitis. And there's Mm -hmm. some things you just can't control. I mean, it's in their genes, but you can maintain and you can try to apply certain products to the teeth and keep them clean to try to save them and to try to not allow bacteria to get into their bloodstream and cause problems elsewhere. Uh, and, And that's why I don't want people to feel guilty you know, well, I'm doing everything, but still I'm not getting a good report when, <laughs> about their teeth. And some of it, it's out of your hands. It's just genetic. Yeah. I did notice because I started brushing his teeth last March mm-hmm. and because I noticed a red line, you know, gingivitis yeah. coming right at the top by his teeth. And within two weeks it was gone by brushing. Oh, Diane, thank I was, you. I was amazed at how fast that happened. Thank you so much because it, it is it it works it absolutely it works and um you know and then people again because it's blind underneath those lips and until you open up the mouth it's like oh I didn't realize that and often during their physical exam you know I'm sure when you go see your veterinarian you know you just kind of lift up those lips and it, it, it's a, a learning process because there yeah, is a lot yeah. going underneath there um and term we look we know that even we've seen some dogs that are predisposed to tumors in their mouth because of the inflammation having to do with the gum disease and i do have you know a handful of, of individuals that say listen i can't have my dog's teeth cleaned i'm just too nervous going through that process but the I can smell the odor in the exam room when I walk in without even yeah. looking at the pet. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And that, and sometimes I'll just say, well, let's do a week of antibiotic and you're going to see a difference because you're killing the bacteria. You're going to see the difference in the odor. So it's infection in the mouth. And if you had that same infection behind the neck and you could see it every day, then you would want it. You have to do something. You want an antibiotic. You want to get right. treatment done. So. Well, you're doing everything the right way. Very proud, Diane. You're doing yep. a great job. Oh, he's a good dog. <laughs> well, thank you <laughs> he for... lets me brush. <laughs> yes, he does. Well, thank you so much for giving us an update, and, and good sure. luck with that. Okay. Thank you. Have Bye-bye. a good day. You too. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, see, it works. Diane is a proof that it actually works, and I see it too. And those people that do brush every day, there's there's a huge, huge difference. I know I'm going to leave in about three minutes, um, but I just wanted to make um, just a quick kind of comment about something that's in the news, and I don't want people to panic. And there was a woman in Oregon that was diagnosed with the plague, um, and her cat, they think she got it from her cat because her cat died uh, as well. And I just want people to know that it turned out to be um, bubonic plague, and I know it sounds scary. It sounds Middle Ages. It sounds like, oh, my goodness. Um, it's very rare. I think we've had like seven cases in the United States last year. And But the thing that there are certain things that we can do. The plague is caused by something called Yersinia pestis, is an organism, but it's carried primarily in rodents and fleas. So if you're sleeping with your cat and your dog and you don't have good flea prevention, that can be part of the problem. And it's not just for for, um, plague. Fleas can carry other um, diseases as well. You know fleas can carry carry tapeworms as as well. So good flea control, safe flea control is really ideal. 
Um, and if you do have um, a cat in particular or dogs that are out roaming, they're hunters, again, that's where you can get it with rodents. And you, so if you have your cat or dog is down and out, bubonic plague generally is something where the, the lymph nodes are very swollen or you're not feeling well, your lymph nodes are swollen, you always want to seek medical attention. But again, that's a little bit of the background of how does a person get a plague from her cat? It's usually from the flea itself and transfer with one flea bite to another or rodent. So I do want you to stay calm about it. Um, but flea control. Well, I guess that's another edition of Pet Talk. I'm going to be on next week and um, with again with our special guest and we'll talk a little bit more. But I thank you so much for your attention and, and thank you to Kevin, who's the best producer in the world. Thank you. We'll see you next time. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.